We are back after that very underwhelming clap I just did. I feel like it Welcome looked back. really good though. It, it did, but I missed great. my hands. My hands like missed. <laughs> so sorry, it's like the uh, the action clap that you do when you're starting to record anything. But nonetheless, welcome back, folks. Thank you again for putting us in your ears for another week. Um, this is Terrell. I'm here with my host, Daily Daily Speak. <laughs> Do you need more Let copy? the people know. <laughs> what? You were just like, Daily? What is the word? Speak? <laughs> <laughs> Hi. Yes, introduce yourself. Let the people know who you are. And we are your host for another episode of Let Me Talk Movies with Daly and Terrell. Thank you again for putting us in your headphones and listening to us try and talk about these movies. Daly, how are you doing? How are things? I'm still enjoying your new glasses. They're new, right? They're not new. I mean, they're about a year or so old, but like, uh, I definitely... Uh... Last year was a pandemic. It doesn't count. Okay, that's fair. So I All guess right. Thank you so much. Um, appreciate it. Um, what am I doing? Uh, I'm doing okay. I'm working a lot. I took a sick day because my body gave up on me. Um, it was like, hey, remember eating correctly and also and eating like at a normal schedule. It's not that I've been eating badly. It's that I'm not eating consistently. So there are some days where I only eat like one and a half meals. And there's some days yeah. where I eat like three meals and a snack. Uh, so my body's like, um, and I also uh, am, you know, the joys of working two jobs, which, you know, I chose and the money is good and I'm learning a lot of skills. So it's great. Yeah. But, y- you know, resting is also great. And my body yeah. told me that yesterday. So I took a sick day and I feel a lot better today. How are you? Good. That's good. Listen to your body. That's the moral of that story. Thank you for listening to us. Goodbye. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Um, I'm doing well. Every day is a sick day for me since I'm unemployed. Um, but it's, I have a last unemployment date, thankfully, because I just accepted an offer. So excited Yay! about that. I'm so happy for you. Yeah, same. Um, it's, it's good, but it's also, the situation is kind of annoying because, I had to take the job because of unemployment, the government not sending me my money. So it's like, fuck, I like, I wanted, I had other opportunities. Like I had like two companies that were interested. I had a few that were still wanting to interview that were really interesting. Um, The company that offered me first, luckily is a company I wanted to work for. So I'm happy about it, but it's kind of messed up that I like, feel like I was forced to just take the first offer instead of really sit with everything that was available to me yeah. and really like go through it. Like I didn't, I wasn't afforded that because it's been a month and I still haven't gotten one unemployment check and I don't have any money left. You haven't left, gotten so any unemployment checks? I haven't gotten shit. Yeah. Seriously? It's literally been a month. Yeah. Oh my God. I certify every week. They say, cool, thanks. And then nothing shows up in my account. And I look, it doesn't have like a release schedule or anything like that. It's fucking crazy. So it's like, I feel bad because I'm like, I got lucky because I was in a situation where I was at least interviewing with companies I wanted to work for. And it's like, what if I, that could have easily been like, ah, we're not interested. And then I could have had to like, 
go work at McDonald's because I need some kind of income. Like, I don't have yeah. the savings to just not have any income for three months. I mean, if there was unemployment, like, that's what unemployment's for. It's for you to have a little bit of money while you're job searching. Right. So it's kind of crazy that it never actually came. It'd be cool if, like, September 15th or something, they just finally decided to give you the money and I have, like, three grand in my account one day. But... Cause that's how it was with um the pandemic stuff. Cause a lot of people were backed up there, yeah. and a lot of people were like, "Yeah, it didn't come till like six months later." I know that happened with my brothers. They like didn't get it, and my brother applied for it a week before I did because he was furloughed before me, mm-hmm. and I was getting my money every week, and he didn't get it for like three months. But then one day it all just came. That's wild. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like I could potentially have been homeless by then by the time they decided to give me the money. But luckily I was able to get an offer from a company I did want to work for. Um, That's good. Um, I am happy you got a job. I am sad that the government isn't doing its job for you. Um, yeah. But uh, I'm glad you're going to have some income soon so you can do the things that you want to do. With I know. With I can't wait. You can yeah, save money to like... come to Hawaii. Yeah, that's that's the first thing I got to do. I got to save money um, for that because I have not saved any money for that yet. Um, well, I probably did have some, but I had to use it for rent and stuff yeah, since fair. I didn't have a job. But, survival. Survival. You had to use it for survival, which yeah. is honestly fair. Yeah. Being unemployed is like, it's kind of cool because you don't have to wake up for at a certain time. But then it's like, it's a little anxiety because... You don't have money coming in, so right. it's like, it's like, oh, I have all this free time. Normally, I would love to like go on vacation or do something with this free time, but instead, it's like, I can't do anything because I need to be available just in case I can get a job. Yeah. So, I feel like a lot of people are like, I don't know. I wish I had money saved up. That's the moral of the story. Save all your money. Don't do anything fun. <laughs> Wow, the moral that should be a chapter in the millennial handbook. No more lattes and cappuccinos. No more avocado toast. uh, Yeah, no more avocado toast. Um, No more oat milk. Don't do that shit. Uh, Oat milk. How dare you try to go lactose free? How dare you? Even though you're lactose intolerant, how (laughs) dare you? It's your own fault for not being able to drink cow's milk. It's your own fault. Oh my god. Terrible. Um but oh. yeah, I mean <laughs> what was that noise? I don't know. I think I think it's just like I don't know, we've been talking now we're really going off the rails, but like I mean, you know, me and you have had conversations about maybe wanting kids in the future, like dip, like, you know, and Luke and I have talked about that too and like how we all are like when can we have kids? And is there ever a right time to have kids? And the answer is no, but also like... There's never you, a right time. Can you financially support these children that you might have? Can you fi- financially support the hospital bills that come with having a child? All that stuff. So like, it's really just... I've just been thinking a lot about like... Luke and I have been thinking a lot about like future plans and like where we want to... Are we going to stay in New York forever? Or do we want to try to move somewhere else? And like... Even, like, we decided to stay in this apartment another year because financially it made the most sense. But, like, 
it's not, it's not the ideal place you want to live forever. So like, where do we want to live after we like finally do the wedding thing? Like, should we, should we like try to buy a place? Should we live farther out in Queens or Brooklyn and just get a car and then like wing it from there? Like that kind of stuff. So I think that'd be probably the best far out Brooklyn and Queens needs guys like you because it's super conservative. <laughs> you know so what they you're need right. You guys to mix so, it up. so we'll just we'll just try to make the neighborhood a better place. Exactly. I like it. Go and um clean it up there. There you go. Go do your duty. Um but yeah, that's definitely a good idea. And um no, since I've been watching a lot of modern family lately, that that actually came up in one of the episodes. You're watching modern family. <laughs> it took it's really good. And it took me a long time to actually sit down and watch it because I avoided it for a long time because it felt like it was just so many white people in that show. It's fair. Which there it are a is. A lot of white people. It's, it's just like mostly. People. And then I told that to my friend. It was like, oh, but um, whatever that woman's name is. Sofia Vergara. Yeah. They're like, oh, but so I was like, okay, so one Latina woman who marries a white guy is supposed to be enough diversity for me. But I just was like, all right, whatever. I, I, can, I finally got over the fact that there was a lot of white people, and it's actually a fun show. And um, that came up, that question came up, like, when is it enough to be able to have kids? And it's like, you never have enough. No one, yeah, no true. such thing as enough money. It just works out. Yeah. Or it doesn't. Um, you know what TV show I have watched before? <laughs> I know we're now, like, spiraling into different conversations. But yes, yes, yes. I, I just watched Kim's Convenience Store. Oh. And it's on Netflix, and I don't know, once you're done with Modern Family, it's kind of fun and cute, and, like, I thought I really, really enjoyed it. Um, It's really unfortunate the way it ended because the producers decided to not push through with it after, like, Mm. the cast, their season five, apparently. So the the plot is it's an immigrant family, or two immigrant parents from Korea moved to Canada and they have a convenience store. And then it's their two like first gen Canadian kids, like, and like, you know, hijinks and it's kind of cool. And it's a multicultural cast, but it started with like, I guess what, from what it sounds like a fairly diverse writer's room that progressively got more white and Mm. their final season was like, the cast had to be like, a lot of this is like, racist and problematic and has a lot of like stereotypical tropes so they they like changed a lot of it but then after that the producers decided that this would be the last season of the show and it ended like nicely but it's not great and the other kind of crappy thing is that one of the only white main characters i she i think she is the only one is now getting a spinoff show but Mm. no one else is (laughs) it sounds like the mindy project I mean, yeah, kind of. It's just like, it's really, it's really unfortunate. Um, but if you need another show after, there's only five seasons. It's really sweet, and you don't, and it's not like you don't have to think too hard. And yeah, yeah. yeah it's a good TV show. I think I might just read after. I don't know. <laughs> okay, well, I thought my no, I, I could was watch good. that. No, it is. I'm, I'm sure it's good. I've heard mostly mixed reviews, but I've heard good reviews as well on it. That I've heard some people didn't like it. But who knows? Nobody knows. It's all objective. Um, but yeah, that's cool. Uh, I'll maybe check it out. I'll put it on my list. But obviously, 
as a show that I can watch after watching horror movies because we all need those brain washers. It's true. After watching movies such as The Conjuring, which was a movie that it's our movie of the week. Um, it's the movie that I pick. Uh, let me just go to the good old Wikipedia you page. You didn't pull I it up already. <laughs> I did not pull it up. I was busy drinking my coffee. Um, and you know, you just do not pull things up when you're drinking coffee. It's a rule in our house here. All right. Are you ready for it? Hit me. I will not. But I will read this thing to you. Here we go. In 1971, Roger and Carolyn Perrin move into a farmhouse in Harrisville, Rhode Island, with their five daughters, Andrea, Nancy, Christine, Cindy, and April. Boy, they must not have had a TV. Their dog, Sadie, refuses to enter the house. They find the entrance to this cellar boarded up. Paranormal events occur within the first few nights. All of the clocks stop at 3.07 a.m., Birds fly into their windows, and Sadie is found dead in the backyard. One night, Christine encounters a malevolent spirit. Another night, Carolyn hears clapping in the hallway and becomes trapped in a basement. Andrea and Cindy are attacked in their bedroom by a spirit believed to be the one Christine encountered. Carolyn contacts demonologists Ed and Lorraine Warren, who have recently investigated a possessed doll called Annabelle. The Warrens agree to take the case. They conduct an initial investigation and conclude that the house may require an exorcism, but they need authorization from the Catholic Church and further evidence before they can proceed. They discover that the house once belonged to an accused witch named Bathsheba Sherman, a relative of Mary Town Eastie, who sacrificed her weak old baby to the devil and killed herself in 1863 at 3.07 in the morning after cursing all who take her land. They find reports of numerous murders and suicides through the years in the houses that were built on the property. To gather evidence, they place the cameras and bells around the house with the help of their assistant, Drew Thomas, and police officer, Brad Hamilton. One morning, Bathsheba appears to Carolyn and vomits black bile in her mouth, fully possessing her. That night, from the EVPs coming in the radio, the group hears a spirit luring Cindy into the wardrobe where she reveals a secret passage. Lorraine enters the passage and falls through the floorboards to the cellar where she sees the spirit of a woman whom Bathsheba had long ago possessed and used to kill her child. The parent family decides to take refuge at a motel while Ed and Lorraine take their evidence to Father Gordon, their liaison at the Catholic Church. Father Gordon explains that the approval for the exorcism would have to come directly from the Vatican, since the parent family aren't members of the church. Shame on them. The Warren's daughter, Judy, is attacked in their own home by Bathsheba, utilizing Annabelle. Carolyn, meanwhile, takes Christine and April back to the house to kill them. Ed, Lorraine, and Brad find Carolyn in the cellar, trying to stab Christine with Roger and Drew preventing her. After tying Carolyn to a chair, Ed decides that the exorcism cannot wait, but there is not enough time to wait for a priest. He decides to perform the exorcism himself. Gasp. Throughout (laughs) Carolyn, though Carolyn escapes and attempts to kill April, Lorraine is able to call to Carolyn by reminding her of a special memory she shared with her family 
allowing Ed to complete the exorcism and save them. Bathsheba's curse, lifting Bathsheba's curse. Returning home, Ed adds the haunted music box from the parents' house to their room of cursed artifacts they have collected from past cases. The end. R.I.P. to Sadie. That was the essential plot of the movie The Conjuring and sort of how I came came across this film uh, from 2013, very popular. Uh, I grew up in a family that absolutely adores horror films. So this was one of the burned DVDs that we got. (laughs) Because my mom gets a whole bunch of, she like works with someone who like burns DVDs. So we get all the good stuff. Um, and yeah, I watched it. Actually, I think this is 2013. So I probably saw it like on Netflix or something. Yeah. But this is fairly recent. I mean, not recent, recent, but like yeah. less than 10 years. Yeah. But yeah, great movie. One of my favorite movies. Um, I initially when I was watching it that first scene with the woman the like the college age girls I yeah. guess with the Annabelle doll I didn't recognize that so I was questioning for like a good 10 minutes like have I seen this movie is this the wrong <laughs> movie I was like fuck did I did I put a movie on my list that I never saw oh my god because like so I funny. completely did not remember I don't know if this is like a director's cut where that was added but I completely did not remember that scene at all it wasn't until it got to them like doing the the college like giving that course in the school where i was like okay i have seen this i remember this part where they were like explaining what they do and the college kids were like asking them shit Mm -hmm. um that's when i was like okay this part i know but that first in that first scene with the annabelle doll i was like what (laughs) i was like i think i got the wrong movie oh my god (laughs) i don't know if this is like maybe that's what i get for watching bootlegs that scene wasn't in it (laughs) or whatever but yeah very very fun movie um not as many the thing i liked about is that there's not as many jump scares but it like there's so much tense there's so there's so much that like you think something could happen and it doesn't like I love that about this movie. Um yeah, that and the director James Wan also directed one of my favorite horror movie trilogy movies of all time, which I don't know why it's not on this list, but the Saw movie, he, at least oh. the original. I don't know if he did the rest of them, but he at least did the original. I've actually never seen the original Saw. I've seen some other versions of Saw or uh, some other like yeah. things of Saw, but I've never seen the original Saw. The original is amazing. Like the other ones are just like, hey, let's see some guts. But the original was like actually well thought out and really well done. Let's Obviously, see some you guts. still see you still see guts, but the original one was like fantastic. I think two and three were pretty good too, but then after that, it just falls off a cliff. It's just like, let's see some guts. But um, yeah, that's when I first saw it. Um, I love it because I just kind of grew up in a house that where we love horror movies. I was speaking with Jackie about it last night. And obviously her mom was Catholic. So she was like, never seen The Exorcist, never seen like a lot of like Chucky, a lot of these. And she's like, 
my mom would never let those in the house. And I was like, what? Oh my God. I remember being like nine years old going to see Lake Placid with my aunt. And it was my brother was seven. And like she took us to see these movies. Um, Blair Witch Project I saw in theaters with like my mom. Um, freaking. Um, yeah, I feel like we were just raised in horror movies. Like my mom laughs at a lot of these. <laughs> like we oh thoroughly enjoy them. Um, and yeah, she was like, "No, we are. We were raised Catholic. We don't. We don't fuck with any of these." She like never saw a lot of classics that I was like, "Oh my god, you're missing out." But I get it. Like you don't bring that shit into their house. It's cursed. It's cursed, Terrell. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So why have you never seen it? What, what is going on here? I. Well, you know why? Uh, when this movie came out, I was in theater school, and I didn't go see a lot of movies when I went to AMDA, mostly because mm. I thought they were too expensive. Because um, <laughs> it's also New York, so probably like the I shock mean, of the it was ticket like, prices. Yeah, because uh, I I thought it was expensive back home. I think it was like ten bucks a movie, and we had a dollar theater back home for like movies like for like when they you know what I mean like when like after they come out like so I actually watched a lot of movies at the dollar theater because I was a broke high schooler slash college kid and then I moved to New York and I was like 20 bucks for a movie that's insane so I just like never I never watched it um but I really liked this movie um I agree with you that's actually a note that I have it's like there are jump scares but it's not a lot of them for that to become a cliche and the tension is just really good in this movie um I like I like a movie with lore <laughs> and I feel like oh, I love a lot lore. Of lore you know what I mean it made me want to like look up different things of what they were talking about yeah I've also like heard of the so I listened to a podcast called last podcast on the left and they do a lot of like serial killer deep dives like supernatural deep dives and that kind of stuff and they did one on Am the amnyville house which ed and lorraine warren also investigated i don't know if they've done this particular story but i'm i'm semi-familiar with the warrens and they think the warrens are full of shit but you know what they probably are but this does make for a great movie uh so i was sort of familiar with them but i wasn't familiar with this particular story so i totally went in blind <laughs> uh first of all that doll terrifying oh Awful, my god terrifying There's i thought no she was more way. involved in the movie which is why i was like oh she's literally only in like the first 30 seconds and then like a small clip at the end and i was like wow i love that this doll got so famous just from like the first part of the movie that they made a whole like spin-off trilogy of like just Annabelle which is wild um so that was kind of fun um I liked all the actors uh at our at my job we are a pro Patrick Wilson job <laughs> uh and we have a Patrick Wilson like wall oh my <laughs> god really pictures of him yeah <laughs> just that's great you know he patrick wilson is this actor that literally does everything but also has like no acclaim but is such a great actor that like he's done so many things also that woman his wife the woman that played lorraine i was like where have i seen her before and she's yeah. the mom in the bates motel tv show vera farmiga yeah she's scary 
She's great. She's yeah. a great actor. And she's also in the boy. She was also the mom in the boy with the striped pajamas. And I was just like, oh, that's where I recognize her from. She's great. All the actors were great. Um, yeah, I just, you know, if I move into a house and my dog doesn't want to come inside, that's a red flag. <laughs> that's a huge dogs just know all the supernatural things. Yeah, I think I think what I also liked about this movie is that there wasn't a lot of gore. Kind of like how we were talking about, you were just talking about the Saw and like how there, the other movies were just like, let's see how much blood we can get in there. I think I appreciate horror movies where, yes, sometimes there's blood. I think I don't like slasher movies mm. as much because... I don't want to see all the blood and I don't want to see all the guts, but like if this, if the, if the air is tense and there's something scary coming out, I think I appreciate that more in a movie. Like I think of other horror movies that really made an impression on me, like the ring and the grudge. Like those are just like, it's just, it's just like, you're just waiting. You're just waiting for something to happen and nothing's going to come out and like slash your face, but like, you're going to like die. <laughs> yeah. That's funny that you said The Ring and The Grudge. Those are notably two movies that I've never seen as someone who like grew up in the horror world. Um, wow. there, was, there was another notable movie that I hadn't seen, but yeah, I guess you can continue. No, I just like I just can't believe you haven't seen The Ring or The Grudge. No. Oh, man. Did. I mean, are they scary now? No, I don't think so, but I appreciated them when they came out. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, yeah, that's definitely good. Um, yeah, I noticed that the doggy knows. He's like, yeah. Um, when the dog knows, it's over. Like, I'm out. <laughs> I can't go. Yeah, it's funny. And then, like, them onboarding the cellar. Like, there's a reason it's boarded up, dude. Like, like why, why is it boarded up? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I just, like, there are some things that people do in horror movies and just in life where like, you know, something's boarded up. Something says, do not enter. Something mm -hmm. looks scary. You hear a scary sound. You don't got to look. You can wait till the daytime. You can wait till anything else. Why must you go investigate? Why do you have to go into the scary corner? Why do you have to do that? Um, I think <laughs> when I, I didn't understand it until I moved out and I like, put my name on something even though it's just a lease not like a house but like when it's yours it's like oh nah, no you're not gonna be making noise in my shit like you gonna, <laughs> and, like i i didn't get it i used to be the one people like why are you going there don't go there until i like put my name on a lease for something and now i'm like nah i don't give a fuck if it's a raccoon or a fucking scary ghost I'm gonna find out who's making noise in my shit. Like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, I'll, I like, I will get up. It doesn't happen that often, but I feel like I get the feeling now. Like, I used to be like, oh, that's just dumb white people shit. What are you doing? But now I'm like, oh nah, I, I get up and I go investigate who the fuck is making. I will say I do do that sometimes, but <laughs> but when, but when Luke's not home, and I did this when I had roommates too. I wouldn't lock the door to my room if people were home, but if people aren't home, I lock the door to my room because I'm, like, nervous. I don't know why it just, like, when there are more people around. And that's the other thing. I, I mean, Hilo's, like, a small town, but there are people, like, I always grew up with neighbors, but, like, I had yeah. friends who grew up in the middle of, like, 
the the woods with with not a neighbor around for at least a mile and like I I, I just I don't think I, I don't think I can live that life I don't think like when they were when when there was a line where uh Ed was like me and Lorraine have always wanted to get a place out in the country with the fresh air and I'm like sir you're a paranormal activity person in the middle of nowhere, everyone's going to come get you. Everyone's going to come get you. What yeah. are you talking about? <laughs> um, yeah, I just, I thought, I oh, I also liked the filmography, like, when they went from, like, I love this shot where that Brad was setting up all the cameras, and it was, like, that circle shot of him just being in every room. I was like, oh, that's fun. And then I also really liked when they switched from, like, the normal camera to the 1970s camera that vibe because because something about when the camera looks older you're just waiting for something to jump out at you you're just like (laughs) like when they go into the basement with that 70s camera i was like oh no here it comes oh god uh because they go into that for a reason because they caught something on that camera exactly so it's like oh no um i i i kind of guessed the ending like towards like when 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 Lorraine saw that other woman, like the other dead woman being like, she made me do it. I was like, oh, Bathsheba wants wants the moms to murder the kids. This makes sense now. Um, I love an exorcism. I love the movie The Exorcism. So like the whole exorcism thing. I also remember watching The Exorcism of Emily Rose and thought that was wild. So that was a good time. Like I was like, I loved, I liked the ending a lot. I wrote God in the beach saved Carolyn. You know what I mean? Just Mm -hmm. that beach memory. Jesus on the beach saved her life. But what I will say is that what kind of took me out of it is that, and I don't know if this is true, but it felt like horror movie Catholic propaganda. You know? (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. It made me want to get like some religious stuff to put around the house. I was like, maybe it'll keep me safe. I'm not going to church, but I'll get me a little Jesus chain. Like, that's what I mean. Like, it, they were just like, God brought us together for a reason. And I was like, okay. And then when she was like, and she was, and when Carolyn and Lorraine were talking about Bathsheba, and Carolyn's like, why would she kill her her daughter and or her child? And she was like, well, that's what happens with, you know, Satanism. She used her God-given gift as a way to smite God. And I was just like, what what is happening and so i think that's what took me out of it and i and i'm assuming that ed and lorraine were very religious people and that's why they put it so much in the movie but it felt like propaganda (laughs) and i don't know if that was the that was the intent but i was like are you are you trying to to convert me is that what's happening very pro pro life that was a very pro life statement oh my god (laughs) and then when they went to the with to the father, and they were like, "You got to help this family," and they're like, "Well, you know, I don't know. They're not baptized, and they're not yep. church people. I don't know." If I, and I was like, "So literally, the Catholic Church doesn't want to do the right thing." Cool, cool, cool. Why are we promoting them in this movie? What is happening? <laughs> it made for a good movie, though. It like made sense. It was like, okay, cool. So they're just gonna be demonized because they don't go to church. <laughs> The, and the Catholic Church was allowing the demon shit to happen. They're like, ah, we gotta go to the big, big guy upstairs to find out because I can't just be helping no, you know, no hedonist. 
just can't be helping everybody out here. I got people praying to me that deserve my help. It's like, that's kind of like not what God is about. (laughs) But do you, bro? (laughs) I don't think God would be like, I'm not going to help you because you don't come to church. Like, Yeah, I don't think. I'm just going to let the devil do do what he's going to do. Yeah, it's so dumb. It's very political in a way. Yeah. It's like, I'm not going to help you because you didn't vote for me type shit no it's true it's true so i mean i enjoyed the conjuring i did watch the conjuring too right after i saw i saw that on your instagram you i was like oh so she must have liked it then because <laughs> she's watching the conjuring too well i was you know why because i was like okay so the the creepy nun that they made the spinoff movie was was not in here so what's the creepy nun about and so i watched it to see what it was about. And I also liked The Conjuring too. I think I might have liked it more than the first one, honestly. Mm. Um, but, uh, yeah, that was good. I also, the, the podcast I was talking about, they did a podcast about that specific house. And it was very interesting. Um, they definitely added, they added the demon to it. Because I do not think, they just thought it was a poltergeist. And mm. so, like, no one specifically, but I think they added the demon in there to make it more, like, religious-y and stuff. But now I kind of want to watch the rest of, like, so I think The Conjuring did what it was supposed to do. It made me want to watch the rest of the things in the series. Yeah, like, the the devil made me do it, and then the yeah. Annabelle, and then there's, like, the other nun. hauntings, the nun. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they had the La Lorena. Yorena. Oh yeah, La Yorena. Yeah. yeah. They that that is apparently Yorona? Oh god, we're really La Yorona? I think maybe that's it. I don't know if you speak Spanish and you listen to this podcast. I know it because this. of the song from Coco. There's a song in Coco that yeah, 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 is yeah. the same name. as the that movie. So yeah. that's why I know it. Okay, well and I love it, that song. Yeah, it's it's a great song. It's a It's really also good. a great like La Llorona, the, like, not outside of Coco, it's great lore. Like, I love the lore, too. I never saw that, the new movie that came out, but I've known of the lore around it. So, it's I've always wanted to see it. I just never got a chance to do it. But, yeah, it's good on that end, too. Yeah, these movies have really good lore. And I always love, a, I love a backstory. <laughs> yeah. I love a, I love a myth. Um, yeah. I think that also That's why I've with... watched Supernatural for 15 seasons. Oh, my God. <laughs> Love that show. Um, I, I I think I also grew I grew up in Hawaii, and there's a lot of myth and like Native Hawaiian myth and lore and stuff that I like grew yeah. up with, and like some of it's real spooky, you know. Yeah. <laughs> some of it's real spooky. So I think growing up there and then watching like some of these horror movies with like myths and stuff, yeah, really just like is great for me. So yeah, I really liked it. I think my favorite character was. I guess Ed and Lorraine, I feel like that's such like a cop out because they're the main characters, but they were like the best characters. Yeah. Um, For me, I want to go with, was it the daughter? The daughter, which one is the daughter of Ed and Lorraine? I don't know if that's my favorite character. Judy? Judy. Yeah, just because she starts trouble. That was my favorite scene when... um, the shit went to their house. Yeah, that was good. I was like, oh, that's what you get for fucking with them. <laughs> uh, like the the ghost did it. Did the ghost get to her house through 
the the little necklace. I think so. I think that's what the they were insinuating. It was through the necklace, but how? how see that part, I want to like look up and understand like the details around it because how do they? Because it wasn't even like the same metal, unless it's like fake gold and it was actually silver and they traveled. But I feel like demons and stuff like that, they don't like silver, or is that just like wool? I thought that was just werewolves and werewolves. vampires. Okay, maybe. I think um, demons only don't like the cross. Yeah, like religious artifacts, maybe yeah. some salt, holy water. You know. Um, okay. Yeah. Christ so I. Because you. Because there was something else that I thought connected one from the other, and I can't remember. It wasn't just a necklace, but I can't think of it at the moment. So then the whole thing in that scene with the Annabelle doll getting out, that, that actually didn't happen. Like that, the Annabelle doll didn't have anything to do with it. That was just a demon playing with the with Judy's, like what she was already afraid of. Because she was kind of afraid so. of the Annabelle doll in the earlier. I think so. I mean, that's what Because when getting. the dad went, when Ed went back to the house, she was locked up still. So it was like, it actually didn't, wasn't the Annabelle doll, it wasn't the spirit. It was just Bathsheba was pretending to be the Annabelle doll, which was great. That was fucking amazing. I was like, oh my God. It's scary. Yeah, the ghosts fucking are useless scary. grandmother. I don't mess with ghosts. I yeah. like, I think ghosts scare me the most. Yeah. I, I feel like with horror movies, the types that you can get, the um religious lore, stuff like that, like ghosts and demons and shit like that is my top. Like that's yeah. my favorite. And then, like, slashers are probably super low. Like, I do like seeing, like, it's more of an action movie than a horror movie for me, slashers. Because, like, I like the fighting and the blood and the guts. But at the end of the day, it's just another human, kind of. And it's like, just shoot that motherfucker. But, um, (laughs) and then you have, like, your zombies and your other monsters, which can be done well, but it's, like, it's less believable. Yeah. I think that's probably why I like the religious lore because it's a little bit more believable. It's like, we don't know. Like, you have your people who will be like, oh, it's fake. This is why. Like, with Ed and Lorraine, um, I looked, did a lot of research into them, and there's like a lot of people that are like countering them and saying, well, this is bullshit because there's like, they went and all their investigations, they like really did like follow ups and stuff, and people were like, no, this is kind of bullshit. This is actually not real. Um, the evidence you gave is not based in science and this yeah. is stuff that really can't happen. So there's a lot of people that kind of call them out on their shit in real life, but it still makes for great movies. It does. Um, and you you never really know. No one really freaking knows about that stuff. So that's why I like it. It's like that kind of can happen. Yeah, um, and I've watched right. way too much Supernatural in my life. So as soon as everything was happening, the cold air, oh, that's a ghost. Get the salt. Put yourself in a salt ring. Get the uh, you hear you smell. This smells like fart and poop. That's sulfur. That's a demon. Get out of there. Three oh seven. That's the bewitching hour. Oh, is that there like a coming. normal bewitching hour? That's a three three to four is like that's like the witching hour. Oh, it's a know. huge Caribbean like folklore thing. Um, that's like like if you ever wake up at three o'clock in the middle of the night every night or like most nights, I do. It's because there are like demons around and shit. Oh my god, I woke up at four today. Yeah. Oh my god, is there a demon around? Probably. Oh my god, Oinky, why didn't you protect me? <laughs> His dog's asleep. 
She doesn't care. Yeah, Linky doesn't care. Oh, man. Oh, I didn't know yeah, that. That's, that's an actual spooky, thing. Yeah, waking spooky. up at three. Oh, my God. Like, a lot of people just randomly wake up at three in the morning. Me, too. Because oh of God. the bewitch. It's the bewitching hour. This place is haunted. Am I a witch? Stay tuned. Probably. <laughs> Ain't I a witch? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, um, like I said, one of my another one of my favorite scenes was in the beginning, and I was uh, just cause like those the girls, I guess they were college age or whatever, the roommates. Yeah, I was like, stupid white people letting ghosts live with them, cause she was like she just let the ghosts inhabit the Annabelle doll, and they were like, what? And she was like, yeah, it felt like it was lonely, so I just let her take it. And dude was like, okay, well, first off, that's not how it works. It's, they're using that to get into you. They can't inhabit things. But also, you're a fucking idiot for it. Even if, you, even if that was true, why would you let that happen? I know. They were both like, why did you, why did you do that? I just, I just, I just, I can't. I need people yeah. to stop messing with. Have There has been some TikToks where people, like, are, like, going into, like, caves and like finding weird looking like dolls or like sacrifices or whatever <laughs> and then oh my God. i'm just like i just need people to stop going into caves or going anywhere and just like being like <laughs> oh this looks scary i'm gonna pick it up and walk around with it why would you do that why would you do that why and, and nothing better in and nothing lives. and like someone someone like stitched it on tiktok and was like this is why people don't want to go anywhere with white people we just pick things up and walk <laughs> away with it and i was like it's true there's a there's a um a thing in hawaii where you cannot take do not take lava from the island and take it home bad luck will follow you and mm. every year like the the volcano national park gets like boxes and packages full of like dust and rocks and stuff being like a tornado hit my town i got a divorce <laughs> after 25 years of marriage like my my dog died like literally like oh just like God. and so people just like mail it back and it's like don't take the lava don't take the lava i think it's just in some people's nature to be destructive <laughs> and it's like why is your life that good that you just want to spice it up with <laughs> demons and shit <laughs> like wow a vengeful Great. god of the the volcano coming after you and your life you know let's see you just need a stroke you just need to be unemployed to keep you busy from dealing with spirits and ghosts and shit like oh come my on god. Uh, another small thing in the movie that i thought was funny was that game they were playing hide and clap have you ever heard of this no but i don't <laughs> want to play the game <laughs> Like, I was like, yeah, I was with Cinema Jackie. I was like, is this something you guys played? She was like, no, I've never heard I've of this never game. never heard of this game. It For died some, with that house. It died with that house. I would never want to be blindfolded walking around the house also. Yeah, like what? I'm gonna Especially a knee. place you don't know. Correct. Like, that's a brand new house of them. Regardless of the ghost, you're just walking in. You don't know your surroundings yet well enough to be blindfolded and walking around. Yeah. But yeah, it was fun. it was cool. It was good how they like incorporated that with the third clap. Yep. Oh, with and the fucking like, clothing that. Cl oh oh yeah, God. when the when Rory's arms came out of the clothing thing and clapped, and then like when she was in the basement and she hears, "Do you want to play hide and clap?" And then it goes clap clap, and then the lights go out. It was great. Oh it was my good. God. The movie was really good. The religious propaganda took me out of it, but the but the movie was good. <laughs> oh 
And then I, I also enjoyed that they showed the Warrens investigating another house that wasn't actually, like, that wasn't possessed or had any demons in it. Like, I like that they did that. Kind of like, oh, no, this is just your pipes. <laughs> like, don't worry. we get th- This happens a lot of times. We get a lot of people who call us and they think their house is haunted, but they're the always, like, some normal. I enjoyed that they did that. It reminds me of the the miniseries Rose Red a little bit, which is a Stephen King miniseries um, about a house that is haunted. So not necessarily, no one is, no, someone is outside moving stuff around in the hallway. And I'm just, I just, it's very loud. Um, It reminds me of like, because it's like, sometimes houses are alive and sometimes the houses themselves are haunted, not necessarily the people in the house. And it just like, it makes me think of that kind of stuff. Like how you can just move in and it's cursed. Hold on. I have to see what is happening outside. I'm so concerned. It might be a ghost. Okay. It's someone like moving out and like they're, it's like rapping. And I was like, what is that sound? Okay. They got tired of the ghosts. They're like, fuck this. I'm getting out of here. Oh my God. Well, uh, anything so yeah, else? you were talking about your um, house, uh, just some other stuff. I think, yeah, they talked about the house, the tape. Oh, the tape recorder. Mm-hmm. That was the other thing that I thought made it might have been haunted, and how the ghost got into the Warren's house. It oh, was that yeah, yeah, because yeah. you remember when he played the recording back, the interview back, and he was like, "Oh, what's with the mom's part didn't record?" Yeah, and um, they were talking about it. They were kind of getting through and understanding it and then the tape recorder just went off by itself again Mm -hmm. and then with the mom's part this time she still wasn't talking but you heard like a screeching yeah i was like oh that shit's haunted and now it's in their house so it could have been either through the locket or through that tape recorder That's that's my other theory that's a good theory also i understand why they have all those haunted artifacts in their house but i also don't understand why they have all those haunted artifacts in their house you know what i mean like i would hate I would never. I would never. Yeah. I, uh, no. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. Well, somebody's got to do it. No one said it's got to be you. I, I will bury it. I will bury it in the ground. <laughs> yeah, so all the other dead people can get to it. Exactly. And so it can be someone else's problem. No. It's going to give it more strength. Like I said, they have the a priest come and bless the room once a month. They keep a lot of artifacts on it. It's like, I, mean, I wouldn't do it, but somebody's got to do it to keep the rest of us safe, right? Oh, my God. I guess. <laughs> then they have. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess, again, that was my favorite scene. I think, is Jude my favorite character or is it April, the youngest daughter? Oh, April's cute. April I liked was April. Good. April might have been my favorite character. Um, and then... Yeah, my rating for this is five out of five because I think it would be much better in theaters. Yeah. Um, maybe four out of five. I don't know if I it's something I'm knocking people over to get tickets for, but definitely have to see it in theaters. I'd give um, it a four point five. Okay. You know what I mean? Maybe weekend two. You know? Yeah. Like not maybe not first weekend, but maybe weekend two for sure. Yeah, get you a nice seat. That yeah. You can get, well, everything is like you can pick a seat online, but. Yeah, that's true. Now now everywhere you can just pick your seat. There's no free-for-all anymore. Yeah, right? That's great. Um, so yeah, this has definitely been 
a great episode. I can't wait to rewatch Conjuring 2 and then Conjuring 3 and maybe doing a deep dive into all of this stuff. I enjoy the lore a that lot. That was fun. Yeah. Ooh, it's good stuff. Good stuff. What's next, buddy? What, what um, can we expect for next week? You know, we're going to keep going down this dark hole, but it's not necessarily a horror movie. It's more of a, a thriller. Um, we're going to watch the movie Misery, which is a Stephen King movie. Ooh, um, scared already. Uh, it stars Kathy Bates and... Oh, I can't remember his name. He's pretty famous. James Caan, I think. I'm going to say that it's James Caan. He was also in, in Elf. Yeah, 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 yeah. James Conn. Um, it's gonna be a good time. Uh, it's one of my one of. I mean, I I do like a Stephen King novel. I love a Stephen King movie. Um, yeah. So, but this one's really, it's real creepy. It's real good, and it's it is horror. It's it's not so much a slasher, but. But people may or may not die, you know? <laughs> That's good. I feel like I like the idea of Stephen King, but I haven't watched as many or read as many books as I think I wanted to. Like, I've seen the obvious ones, like It and um, I don't know. I saw the original It. Uh, that Me shit too. scared the shit. I saw that as a kid, too. I saw it when I was like the five. absolute shit out of me. <laughs> I remember watching it with my parents in their room. Oh, and my God. And just being terrified of Tim Curry as that clown. Terrified. Oh he was so scary. Yeah. That was one of the scarier movies. It yeah. was, oh, yeah. God. That and, like, Freddy Krueger always scared the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. Freddy Krueger was scary. Jason oh. never really scared me. It was just always funny. Jason was more funny. Even as a kid, like, seeing him kill me, it was more funny than scary. Um but yeah, Chucky. The Chucky movies were scary as well. Um, I've never watched the original Chucky. I did watch the oh. remake of Chucky. Oh. <laughs> Where they cleaned his face up. Yeah. I. Oh. It was ridiculous. Yeah. My favorite Chucky movies were the, always The Bride of Chucky and seeing the two dolls go at it. Mm. Whether it's fucking or fighting, they definitely fuck. <laughs> In the movies. I saw this as like an 11 year old. Oh my <laughs> god, Terrell. Oh jeez. Okay. Well, yeah. So we're watching. We're watching a Stephen King. We're, it's you know. It's a. It's a. Early, late eighties, early nineties. Stephen. That's King good. Classic. I need. I always wanted to like catch up on my Stephen King stuff anyway. So good. And Kathy Bates is terrifying. I don't know if you've watched nice. American Horror Story ever or I like. Have not. Uh, there. She's in one. She's in a couple of seasons. But the first season I saw her in was in. Um, in the Coven season, where she mm. plays. Um, that really famous, awful uh, woman from New Orleans, Madame Laveau, I want to say. That's Lalaurie. a show that I'm surprised at. Madame LaLaurie. She was a Lalaurie. serial killer. And she basically, um, she was a socialite and she like tortured and murdered uh, the enslaved people in her house and like bathed mm. in their blood to keep her young. What a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> she's terrifying and Kathy Bates was terrifying as her so uh, she's also going to be terrifying this movie I'm very excited for you to see it mm. well I'm excited as well I think I might even in my free time try and watch some American Horror Story I never watched it surprisingly I, I feel like it's something I would like 
I watched up until Hotel, and then I stopped watching. I kind of fell off of it because mm. then they did like the the season about the election, like right after the election, and I was like, I don't want to do this. It was like <laughs> a cult, and then I just stopped watching it. So I'm just like, yeah. okay. But the first three seasons, incredible. Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. Now I want to watch. Yeah, first three seasons are great. So. Love a good scary show. Is it like an anthology or is it all related? Every season is different. There is once, I think the apocalypse season, there's a crossover between Coven and another one. So mm. so most of them are anthologies. Okay, cool. Yeah. Nice. It's like a Black Mirror. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. Can't wait. Well, have a good rest of your day, friend. You too, buddy. Uh, like us great. on Instagram. Like us on Instagram. Please follow like us, us follow us. Tell your friends about us and your parents. And uh, rate and review. Hit that subscribe yes. button. Smash that subscribe button. Or else I'm gonna haunt you. Just like Bathsheba. Yeah, I swear to God, somebody ever sells me a haunted house, I'm gonna be the first thing I do if I survive <laughs> is I'm going to find that real estate agent. <laughs> And fuck that person up. Like, how dare you sell me a haunted house? I think they Terrible legally have person. to tell you if someone Not like every dies. state. It's state to state. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Every state has their own laws. Scary. In New York, I think you might have to if someone died on the property. Oh, my God. But I looked that up um, recently, but I also knew that from a while ago as well. Um, I think where they were, where, uh, where this movie was in Rhode Island, you don't have to tell them but um i heard that i read somewhere that the real estate agent when they moved in he like whispered to them you better sleep with the lights on allegedly he said scary and that was all they said well with that i'm gonna go sleep with the lights on for the rest of my life (laughs) at 12 in the afternoon at 12 in the afternoon (laughs) okay bye buddy Thank you.